0: We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. We don't
1: care how you got here.
0: We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
2: Thank you, and welcome to the program. I'm your co-host, Raven Devanny,
3: And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Eaton.
2: And you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today, we will be talking about the films Turbo, Grown Ups 2, Open Season, Summer Rental, and Pacific Rim. So to start out the show, we are talking about the new DreamWorks film, Turbo, uh, featuring the voice of Ryan Reynolds. And we have with us Jerry and Canella. So how are you doing today, Jerry?
4: Mm-hmm. I'm doing very good. How about you? I am doing well. And Canella, how are you? Very good. Thank you. Awesome.
2: How are you? I'm, I'm great. So thank you guys for being on the show with me. Canela, why don't you tell us a little bit about Turbo? Well, Turbo
5: is about a snail who, he's a garden snail and he's always wanted to be a racer. But all his friends have doubted him all his life. And he just wants to prove... And he has this chance of being a racer. And he wants to prove to his friends that he can race.
2: Mm-hmm. And, Jerry, what do you think about this film?
4: I think this film is mo- is a pretty good story and mostly ironic, too. I mean, it's a snail racing racing in a race meant for cars. Mm-hmm.
2: And, Canella, what did you think about this film? I thought it was
5: it was a very ludicrous idea because I don't think I've ever think of it if I was, like, writing a movie. And I think that it was just very, like, it was a cool idea, and
2: it was just different, and I like that. I like that Mm -hmm. about movies. And, Canelo, what did you think about the voice actors? Like I said, uh, Ryan Reynolds, he plays Turbo. Um, There's a lot of of really other big actors in this. Um, There's Bill... Bill Hatter and Samuel L. Jackson, who I love. Snoop Dogg is in this movie as well. So, what yeah. do you think of um, of all of the voices? Well,
5: I like that there's a lot of snails, and they're all the same, like, snail, they're all the same species, but they, they all have different voices and they all have different personalities, and you can tell that just by their voices, even if you weren't looking at them. And like, I thought their different voices were sort of funny and sat happy, and you could tell, like, if they're sad or
4: excited, and it was just cool. Mm-hmm.
2: And, Jerry, what did you think of the animation in this film?
4: I thought the animation, especially for the snails, were pretty cute because they don't look like... ...and they look all awesome, which I uh appreciate because i wouldn't want to stare at a normal boring still for an hour and a half honestly mm-hmm.
2: um so canelo what did you think of the soundtrack behind this film since it is a, a comedy and there's also a bit of emotion to it because he's being doubted and it's a racer movie seems like there should be a bit of fast-paced uh music so what did you think
5: well i I really like the music because it didn't get in, in the way of the film, but it also helped make the more suspenseful parts more suspenseful and like the dramatic parts more dramaticer <laughs> and it just like helped build up to like the main point like when they were racing they had like some dramatic mu- music and
2: i I just think it was really nice, mm-hmm. And Jerry, do you think you have a favorite character or a favorite scene in this film?
4: I know it's usually rare to choose the main character. Just kidding. It's usually normal. But I would have to say Turbo is my favorite character because I just love his personality. You know, he always dreams and never gives up, which I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. And do you
2: think Ryan Reynolds did a good job portraying this snail character?
4: Yes, he did. I'll never expect a snail to have such a personality. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
2: <laughs> I think it's funny because you now Ryan Reynolds is doing a lot of uh, voiceovers. His very first was when he played um, when he played a character in uh, Meet the Croods. And so now he's like gotten really into uh, animation and voiceovers. And I think he's doing a pretty awesome job. So I'm glad you guys liked him and that he brought personality to the character. Mm-hmm. Um, so Canella, do you think you have a favorite scene in this film? Um, well, I really like,
5: my favorite scene was, pro- I liked all the scenes, but one of my se- favorite scenes was probably when Turbo, he felt like he had, since no one believed in him, well, um, in his dream, mm-hmm. so he thought he had to save this tomato to prove to all his friends that he can, that he's a fast snail. Mm-hmm. And I, I like it because it showed determination and how much time he put into his thoughts about being a racer and how much he actually wanted people to believe in him and even yeah and even though they didn't get the tomato his friends helped him out like to like it just showed like teamwork and spirit and i just really liked it because it it shows like a good message i guess
2: Awesome. You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney.
3: And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hobeton.
2: And today we will be talking about the films Turbo, Grown Ups 2, Open Season, Summer Rental, and Pacific Rim. So right now we are talking with Canela and Jerry about the new film Turbo. And we were just talking all about the message behind it. There's a lot of determination, a lot of teamwork as Canela was saying. And also Jerry was commenting on how he really liked Ryan Reynolds' performance as Turbo in this film. And that he brought a lot of personality to a typically just boring, regular snail. So, Canella, you were talking a little bit about the uh, message behind this film. Do you think there's any other messages or is teamwork and yeah. determination the biggest one?
5: Well, I also think that if you set your mind to something that you can do, you can do it no matter how big nor small. Like if mm-hmm. you wanted to like fly to the moon, you could do it if you put your mind to it.
2: Absolutely. And Jerry, <laughs> do you have any uh, notes on what Canella said about the Marol or message
4: do you have anything to add to that i think she's really right but it just shows that um uh, if you believe hard enough and you really think that come true even if you're a snail trying to be a car you're a car <laughs> trying to be a snail uh, you may be able to come true if you get sucked into a car
2: that's awesome if yeah. you're a car trying to be a snail
4: <laughs> that's awesome
2: uh, so Jerry, what do you think the age rating for this film should be?
4: Um I don't think it should be that old. I would have to say 5 uh, 5 years old to 18 because really there's not much in this film that will get kids, "Oh no, oh my goodness." It's a uh, for well, more family film, which is usually common for DreamWorks films. DreamWorks animated films I would say.
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Canella, if you could be any character, who would you be and why? Well, I'd probably be
5: White Shadow because I could relate to him a little bit because he was sort of funny. And, like, he just didn't make sense that much. I, like, his name was White Shadow. And Turbo also always asking him questions because, like, White Shadow doesn't really make sense because shadows aren't fast. And I just thought it was funny because he never really made sense. And he was just always saying these random comments.
2: And I just like him. That's awesome. Yeah, White Shadow was voiced by Mike Bell, so you think he did a good job voicing over that character? Yeah. That's awesome. Um. So, Jerry, what about you? If you could be anyone, who would you be, and why?
4: Um. I would have to say Alfie Turbo's brother, because he, well, he's trying to protect his brother, and, he, and um, at the end, he stood up for him and helped him, but he really never believed in him, and Honestly, if I was a snail at that point, I would think this is impossible for a snail to be racing cars, and as a big as a big brother, I wouldn't want to let my little brother race in such thing for cars where he can get, well, hurts badly, easily, mm-hmm. so I don't yeah. think, I don't, I wouldn't want to see that, and I wouldn't want to let him race in it, so I just thought mm-hmm. I could relate to him with that mind.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Jerry, how many stars would you give this film on a scale of one to five?
4: Um, I would have to give this five. I would have to give this movie five out of five stars, and it's just a great movie—a turbo racing in well, like a race for cars. I just think it's really, really cool. Mhm.
2: And Canelo, what about you? How many stars would you give this film? I agree with Jerry because, like. There weren't any
5: downsides to this movie. And I just think it was a wonderful idea. And as I said earlier, it was just like, there was no, it's just, a, I would never think of it. It's just like insane to see a mm-hmm. snail trying to race like cars, but mm-hmm. he managed to do it and
2: it, it worked out. And overall, you would say this is a pretty good film? Yeah. Awesome yeah because when I was you know hearing about this film I was like what how are they go- how are they going to do this like a lot of the movies that were coming out seemed a bit surprising to me but um you know I think it it seems like it worked out and that it was an original idea and it sounds awesome Uh, So, guys, definitely be sure to go check out Turbo. It is in theaters now, um, and it sounds like such an awesome movie. So take your family to it. Take your older siblings, younger siblings, mom, dad, grandma, uncles, everyone. Um, So, Canela and Jerry, thank you so much for telling us all about Turbo.
4: Thank you so much for having us on.
2: Yeah. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney.
4: And I'm your co-host, Brianna
2: Hopiton. And you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network.
1: Just because you're a kid doesn't mean you don't have an important voice to be heard. You are our future, and you need a forum to be heard. Tune in to American Pulse on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll talk to the student leaders of America and find out what they're doing to make a difference today. You'll be inspired to start working now for a brighter future later. American Pulse is heard live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. It's time to lead by example. Example Work. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up?
0: Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to
1: Voice America Kids. Remember my name. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week?
0: You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring.
1: What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up.
3: Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope-Beton.
2: And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney.
3: And you are listening to the Voice America Kids, and today we're reviewing the films Turbo, Grown Ups 2, Open Season, Summer Rental, and Pacific Rim. So right now we are speaking with Raven and Jerry about Grown Ups 2. Thank you for joining us. So how are you the lovely Raven?
4: I am fantastic the lovely Brianna.
3: Aww. And how are you Jerry?
4: I am doing very good. How about you? I'm
3: doing very well. Thank you for asking. So I have not seen Grown Ups 2. I have seen Grown Ups. So Raven, can you please tell me about the storyline in Grown Ups 2?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So in Grown Ups 2, um, Lenny, who was played by Adam Sandler, him and all of his buddies, Eric and Kurt and uh, Marcus, they all move back to the town that they grew up in. And they're, you know, the main characters that go to their summer lake house in the original film. And so they all move back to the town that they grew up in because they're trying to, you know, be one with their family and raise their kids you know in a place that they grew up in um so they're all moving back and everybody's you know growing up a little bit so the the film takes over takes place over the course of one day and it's the last day of school um so the kids are all excited they're getting out of school the grown-ups are all excited because they're like yay our kids are out of school um which i guess is exciting for them even <laughs> though now they have to deal with them more so i don't know but uh, mm-hmm. everyone is telling Lenny, uh, who is, you know, sort of the main, main character in this mm-hmm. film, even though there's like four of them, everyone's telling him that he needs to have like a kickoff to summer party. So he's planning that. So the film, it all leads up to the party and the grownups are getting into, you know, trouble because they always act like they're younger. But now their are kids. So most of them are teenagers now. Um, so they're all getting into trouble. And, you know, causing their problems of their own. So everybody's causing it. So a lot of people
3: are causing trouble.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's what happens. It's just watch this film to know like what not to do in life, I guess. <laughs> but it was it was <laughs> a good film, you know, last day of last day of school. Pretty great. <laughs>
3: pretty great. Well, Jerry, can you tell me about the acting of Adam Sandler,
4: Kevin James and Chris Rock? Um, I would have to say it wasn't that much different from Grown Ups 1. If you like just a movie that's completely random in most ways, and that um, it's more or less mostly comedy, you're going to love this film. Because the actors, they did a great job with comedy. In a serious movie, it wouldn't be very good, but since this movie's meant for comedy, they did a fantastic job.
3: Well, that's good to know that the actors did a good job. I don't like films that the actors suck and it's all like, well, mm-hmm. this is nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, since we're on the theme of acting, Raven, how do you think Shaquille O'Neal's performance as Officer Fluzo is?
2: Okay, he was funny because um, Shaquille O'Neal, he's hes an interesting guy. And he's, like, so massive, so it was funny to see him in this movie uh, <laughs> amongst a bunch of like tiny men um but it's funny he plays he plays malcolm's brother and in the first film malcolm is uh one of like the guys that plays against um the grown-ups or like their gang in um a basketball game and he he's like hey like this is my turf and whatnot so shaquille o'neal <laughs> plays his older brother and it's so funny because like they make jokes about their hair and like he's just he's just an interest i mean he's a very small character but he's funny because he's like this police officer that like uses his powers for not very great there's this one scene they're at the party and They're like, this is against the law. And Shaquille O'Neal, he's like, I am the law. And he just, like, jumps (laughs) off the roof into, like, a pool. It's really great. He, like, passes out in a dollhouse. It's great. It's great fun.
3: (laughs) Well, if you think about Shaquille O'Neal, or Shaq, as we all know him, if you think about him, he's not normal. Like, can you honestly say that he's not normal?
2: Yeah, he's funny. Yeah, he's funny. And I think it's funny, you know, because he's, like, you know, an athlete, but he's, he was in, like, the, um, like, Nickelodeon Teen Choice Awards and stuff, and, like, so he, he does stuff that's sort of more entertainment geared, and I think it's mm-hmm. funny that, you know, he doesn't take himself too seriously, where he's, he can make fun of himself, you know, yeah. so. well,
3: that's nice. <laughs> well, Jerry, how do you think the writers did in writing this
4: film? Um, a few things I didn't like, honestly, was that one of the main members from Grown Ups 1, one of the, um, like one of the grown ups, they, they worked in this film, which I didn't appreciate much. And also it was more random, the last film. I like random movies, but I like at least one little storyline and there really wasn't a storyline.
3: Oh, so it seemed kind of it was just like it was just random and
4: it didn't really make sense. Yeah, but otherwise, the writers did fantastic for a random comedy film. Well, I mean, at least it was good. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton.
2: And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney.
3: And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we are reviewing the films Turbo, Grown Ups 2, Open Season, Summer Rental, and Pacific Rim. So right now, let's continue speaking with Raven and Jerry about Grown Ups 2. And we were just speaking about... How the writing or the writer's writing was
6: the writer's writing. (laughs)
3: Yes, the writer's writing um, was very kind of random and it didn't really have a storyline, but it was still good.
2: Mm
4: -hmm. So Jerry, how's the cinematography to you? Um, I thought the cinematography was fantastic, considering also that they had to film a wheel with a person rolling down a hill, which I thought was pretty amazing that they actually did it so well. Because what I don't like about films is the shaky cameras, and this film had a lot of stuff hard to do. And I barely saw any shaky cameras, which I absolutely love.
3: Well, that's good how they didn't have shaky cameras. <laughs> so, Raven, how's the plot? Well, not how's the plot, but did it keep your interest? Because I had just heard from Jerry a few seconds ago that it was very confusing and random.
2: What plot, Brianna? There was no <laughs> plot. No, I'm kidding. Um, there, there was a plot. I mean, the plot was super simple. It's the last day of school. They need to go to the grocery store to buy stuff for the party, and they need to invite people to the party. That was it. This film focused... Every aspect of this film was so focused on getting laughs. Like, in most comedies, you know... Do good
3: you think it was too stressed?
2: It was way too stressed. The, the comedy was way too stressed. They tried so hard to have it be so comedic, and it was just like, really... How many times are you going to slam that person into a wall to try to get people to laugh? or how many times are you going to make mm-hmm. sexual innuendos, innuendos to get people to laugh? It's like it's it's ridiculous because I feel like in most movies, there's like some really, really over the top funny parts mm-hmm. dispersed, you know, every yeah. you know 10, 20 minutes of the film. It was literally every single line in this movie was like a one-liner, you know, and every yeah. single scene was geared towards making people laugh so it was it was a bit much
3: well it well i mean if you think about it grown-ups 2 i mean it wasn't like grown-ups 2 had a very detailed plot anyway it's kind of like it's not like they went totally off and went totally simple so i get where you're coming from at least it was all the same and not totally jacked up
4: (laughs) (laughs) so jerry how many stars do you give this film out of five Even though this film had its ups and downs, um, I would have to say considering the cast and how funny it was if you need a good laugh, five out of five stars.
3: That's good. It's a good film to you. So Raven, how many stars do you give this film out of five?
2: 3.5 out of (laughs) five, at the (laughs) most, in my opinion. I mean, it was a good, like, it was good because I was like, I'm going to go to this movie and I'm going to laugh and it's going to be funny. And I went to the movie and I laughed and it was funny. But then when I was out of the movie, I was like, wow, that was just that was just like an hour and 42 minutes of stupid. Um, it made me laugh. But would I see it again? No, I'd wait till it was out on Netflix. That's my opinion.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean, sometimes movies are like that. I mean, like they, yeah. it's good in the moment. But then after you think about it, it's like, well, that's it's, it's, it's it is what it is. So. like it,
2: it did what it wanted to do it wanted to get people to laugh and it did it got me to laugh would i see it again was it brilliant you know because comedy can be really brilliant there's yeah. a lot of comedians um bo burnham for instance, in, uh, oh my gosh yes. he's hilarious and he's hilarious because he's so clever adam sandler and kevin james are funny because they just do really idiotic things that no normal person would ever do you know so it's like mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what I do when I'm done with my little rants. Let me just let me just rant on for a bit.
3: <laughs> let me just, just take a break. Yeah. Well, very quickly, do you, Raven and Jerry, Raven, Jerry, first? Do you think the rating of this film is appropriate?
4: Um, PG 13. I'm pretty sure, or was it PG? I'm not sure. It's PG 13. Uh, but um, I thought it was pretty appropriate because this film. It has jokes for mostly adults. Uh, kids, not probably not understanding. Teenagers, adults. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm like a preteen, and I thought it was pretty funny. So maybe like 11 to 18, I would have to say, because it's just no, not that, not that inappropriate. At the same time, it's pretty inappropriate. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that's good that
3: we I mean I just wanted to send that out to people so that they know.
2: I don't take your kids to it unless they're 13. It's it, they make a lot of really sexual yeah. comments and it's really rude and just it, there's a lot of unnecessary violence. So don't see it unless you're 13 or unless you're Jerry because whatever. <laughs> unless you're Jerry. Well that's okay, nice. Okay then.
3: Well, Raven Jerry, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about grown-ups
2: too.
4: No problem. <laughs>
2: Thank Anytime. you for letting me
4: review this funny fantastic film. Thank you. Thank you for being on. It, it's really a pleasure.
3: <laughs> it's in theaters now, so please check it out. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton.
2: And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney.
3: From Kids First Coming Attractions, and you are listening to Voice America Kids.
0: We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
7: If you think you've seen online TV before...
0: Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
1: Remember my name. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week?
0: You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring.
1: You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up.
2: Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney.
3: And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hobiton
2: and you're listening to The Voice America Kids Network. Now we are going to be talking about the film Summer Rental, and we have with us again, Jerry and Molly. So Jerry, how are you doing?
4: I'm doing very good, how
2: about you? I'm very, very well. Lovely speaking with you for, you know, all the other segments. <laughs> and Molly, how are you? I'm fine, how are you? I'm awesome, thank you for being with us. Um, so Jerry, why don't you tell us a little bit about Summer Rental, what's this film about?
4: Well, this epic vacation, quotes, uh, quotes, starts mm-hmm. when, um, you know, there's this guy, you know, normal life, normal family, and he has a pretty bad start at work, you know, there's some bad drivers, he's not allowed coffee because of his wife, nah, 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 nah. and he parks badly, and he doesn't have an actual good day at work either. His boss t- forces him to have a vacation, even though him and his wife just got back from their honeymoon. So they rent mm-hmm. this place thinking everything's good, and turns out that they're living in the wrong home. Oh, so wow. they run through. What?
2: I said, oh wow, that's that's a something yeah. to find out.
4: <laughs> and they just run through a lot of problems, and it looks like towards the middle, this vacation ain't gonna be very good as it's supposed to be but a few good things happen and there's a boat race and if you want to find out they win the boat race you gotta watch the movie (laughs)
2: that's awesome uh so molly what do you think of this film i think this film is
8: fun it's a little crazy it's Mm -hmm. random but it's funny there is some crude humor though Mm -hmm. um that is on the edge for small children um, and they use some curse words often, but otherwise, I thought it was a funny film personally. And I like the randomness and the kind of
2: over-the-top humor. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So, since we're talking about some of the inappropriate things, what age rating would you recommend it for, Molly? Um. Well, I recommend
8: it probably to ages like thirteen to eighteen. Um. They made some sexual gestures, and then they use curse words quite often.
2: So. Yeah. This film was rated PG-13. So that that makes sense mm-hmm. uh what about you jerry what do you think the rating should be
4: um i think pg 13 is actually more or less correct if you're like me that's super mature and stuff yeah mm-hmm. uh i think it'll be good because this film it has pretty adult like humor and adult it's adults uh comments in it itself um mm-hmm. uh, absolutely
2: <laughs> but,
4: Yeah if you're but um 12 to 13 would be normal mm-hmm. Yeah. 12 to 13 should be pretty good yeah
2: me jerry and i were talking about you know pg-13 is sort of su- such like a sensitive rating because most kids don't watch a lot of PG-13 movies when they're younger, or like our movies when they're younger. So when they turn 13, yeah, PG-13 movies are appropriate, but like, if you're like me or Jerry or, you know, a lot of the kids on Kids First that watch a lot of films and... You're younger like i grew up watching pg-13 films so i'm sort of used to it my little brother he watches pg-13 films all the time so he's used to it so parents just take into consideration that there are some sexual situations and some inappropriate mature situations and just make your decision from there uh so jerry what do you think about the acting in this film
4: i thought the acting was pretty good you know it was pretty funny because they chose the exact right people to fit these roles. I'm not kidding. It's just the per, it's just, it's just like you feel that these these people that are in this film, they were like a real family and stuff. So this would really happen with them. It's just perfect people. Mm-hmm.
2: And Molly, what do you think of the cinematography and the soundtrack on this film? Because this film did come out in 1985, which for us is just so long ago. So what did you think about that? So, well, I thought,
8: um, I'm sorry, I, I can't, my microphone kind of acted up. Could you repeat that please?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of the cinematography and the soundtrack since this film came out in 1985?
8: Um, well, I thought the soundtracks were good. They matched like the scenes. Um, mm-hmm. And the music kind of helped the film go along in some parts where, like, I thought sometimes the humor was kind of stuck. So the music was always like perfect for the thing, for like the scene, and I thought it was great.
2: Awesome. Uh, so Jerry, do you think you have a favorite character and/or favorite scene?
4: I'd have to say when um, Jack, who is the main character in this film, and his son goes sailing, but like every other thing in this film or, well, mostly, uh, they failed miserably. So basically they go in this very small little boat, you know, this very small little sailboat, and yeah. they, they see a big other boat, and they're like, oh, let's go look at that boat! Well, to make it all end, Jack gets injured badly, and he puts a hold in the other ship and makes an enemy, and makes an enemy as well.
2: Wow. Good job, Jack. (laughs) You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney.
3: And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton.
2: And today we will be talking about the films Turbo, Grown Ups 2, Open Season, Summer Rental, and Pacific Rim. So right now we are talking about the film Summer Rental, and we have with us Jerry and Molly. They were just telling us all about this classic film, which is playing on HDNet Movies all August, so be sure to check it out if it sounds interesting to you. Uh, so, Molly, what about you? Do you think you have a favorite scene or character?
8: Well, my favorite scene, I liked when Jack was taking his little daughter um, to the beach and he was meeting up with the rest of his family. And he was carrying a lot of things, like a water cooler, sunscreen, balls, toys, chairs, umbrellas, everything, plus he had to watch out for his little girl. Mm-hmm. So, as they were walking to find his wife, he he was like spilling water on people's Stepping on people, (laughs) sunscreen in people's eyes, it was a total disaster, and I thought that
2: was hilarious. That sounds ridiculous. Yeah, whenever I go on vacations, I try to find the most secluded beaches ever, because I hate having to, like, step over people to, like, get to a clear spot of beach. So I Mm -hmm. can definitely understand where he's coming from on this. (laughs) Yeah, it was crazy. So Molly, do you think there's any morals or messages um, that this film puts out? Well, I think the message
8: is kind of just relax and don't worry about everything.
2: The main character, Mm
8: -hmm. Jack, he seemed to worry about everything and he seemed to always stress about things. And the moral is just relax and things will turn out okay because towards the end of the movie, he was kind of more relaxed and more just wanting to spend time with his family Mm -hmm. than making it the perfect family vacation. So then it all turned out better for them. So it's kind of just focus on what you have and don't try to keep on going for more and more.
2: Awesome, and Jerry, what about you? Do you think there are any extra morals or messages that this film puts out that Molly didn't cover?
4: Um, I think that she got it all and something else, enjoy your time while you have it, you know? Um, yeah. It's just because the vacation goes fast and a few things happen, they actually have to leave early. So it shows that how they enjoy their vacation like a lot and a lot, enjoy it carefully, you know? Don't waste your time sitting around. No, do something, well, fun and do something with your family and a lot of good stuff will happen.
2: Absolutely. That is, that is definitely a good moral, especially since it's summer. You know, we have about a month left till school starts for most of us, you know, relax, enjoy your time. If you're someone like me, you've been busy the entire summer and now you're finally free to relax and go to the beach and hopefully not spill sunscreen in people's eyes if you're anything like Jack. <laughs> Uh, So Molly, if you could be anyone in this movie, who would you be and why?
6: Um, I'd probably
8: like to be the mom because she always seems to have a good, like, view on everything, and she always seems to stay really, really calm,
7: and Mm -hmm. she's not
8: crazy and trying to run around or anything. Yeah. She stays pretty calm, and she just truly enjoys her time with her kids, and she always, like, she understands what everyone's thinking. She's able to help her kids because, like Jack, doesn't really uh, like really understand his kids. He doesn't really listen to them. But the mom, yeah. I appreciate her for that in the
2: film. Awesome. Uh, so Jerry, what about you? If you could be anyone, who would you be and why?
4: Um, I would have to be Jack's son because my parents. I always know that I'm trying to look out for them. So I'm like, Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? and um his son is just an interesting person you know he's kind of like his father but not really and it's just interesting mm-hmm.
2: uh so jerry how many stars do you give this film on a scale of one to five
4: um i would have to say five out of five stars yes it has adult humor but it's just well an adult movie really it's just that's all it is you know Mm-hmm.
2: And Molly, what about you? How many stars would you give this film?
8: Um, I'd give this film three out of five stars. I thought it was good, but at times, it was a little over the top. And just the rating, I didn't really think all the time matched it, even in certain ways. Like yeah. Jerry was saying, yeah, it is an adult
2: film, so. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, Molly and Jerry, thank you so much for telling us all about the film Summer Rental. It is a classic, and it is playing on HGNet Movies. All August, so be sure to check it out because it's the perfect end of summer film to watch with your family. Uh, so guys, thank you so much for being with us. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host Raven Devanny.
3: And I'm your co-host Brianna Hope Beton.
2: And you're listening to Kids' first coming attractions on the Voice America Kids Network.
0: Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
7: Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the future is calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Remember!
0: You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring.
1: You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to
3: Kids First Coming Attractions. Co-host Brianna Hobeton,
2: and I'm your co-host Raven Devani,
3: and you are listening to Voice America Kids. And today we are reviewing the films Turbo, Grown Ups 2, Summer Rental, and Pacific Rim. So right now we are speaking with Anthony about Pacific Rim. Thank you for joining us today, Anthony. So how are you? I am good, thank you. Well, that's nice to know. I have not seen Pacific Rim yet; only the trailer. Can you please tell me about this plot? Because it seems very interesting.
6: Well, this movie is pretty much about a guy who well is in the government in a well, facility where he goes in these gigantic machines to try and defeat robots. But they um, it takes two people to operate but they have to know what each other are doing, so they have to go through this process where they read each other's minds and find out all their memories. Now, at the very beginning, it shows um, him and his brother are about to do it. and, And, well, they go into each other's minds, but the alien did almost defeat them. They took out the part with his brother and killed his brother. So he killed him... Um, but he has this bad backstory, and later he more aliens come, and he has to defeat them, so he can well defeat the people who killed his brother.
3: Oh, that seems that seems very not intense, but very kind of complicated. Do you feel that this film was complicated while we're on this subject?
6: Well, yes, this movie was a really, really good movie, but it was also pretty complicated about everything that was happening. It got kind of confusing after a while, but, I mean, I got the whole movie, and it was a really, really good movie.
3: At least you got all of it, because some people may not get it, so at least you got it. There are tons of special effects. How do you think they were in this film?
6: I thought the special Special effects were really cool. I, I just loved how it was. I they really gave emotion to this movie, like so much action. I, I really, really liked it.
3: Well, it seems like it seems like it's a really good film. No wonder you would like it. So, how about the makeup design?
6: Hmm. Actually, I think that was also really good. I mean. They, I I, I gotta say, this movie was awesome. I couldn't really take anything that was bad about this movie. I can't think of one thing that was really bad about it. And I don't think that was bad either.
3: Well, at least, I mean, when I saw this, when I saw the trailer, it looked a lot like 2012 and a lot of people agreed with me. So do you think that it's like 2012 or do you think it's totally different?
6: Mm, well, I want to say it's totally different, but, I mean, it, it's not 2012 either. It's, like, right in between. I mean, they have some things from 2012 and then some things that are kind of new. So i probably say this is, like, right in the middle of them.
3: Oh, so, like, a mixture. Yes. That's good. It's, not, it's good that it's not exactly like 2012 because then people would just get tired. Who was your favorite character and why?
6: Hmm. Uh, actually, I, I don't think I could really pick a favorite character because all these characters, well, they had so much like thought into this. Um, they were all really, really good people. I, I really can't pick a favorite character in this movie. Oh?
3: that's so sad. I love picking favorite characters.
6: <laughs> I, I do, too. I, I, wish, I wish they weren't all the same. <laughs> I wish they weren't all the same.
3: Well, since we're honest, do you think that the characters were too much of the same for you to enjoy it?
6: Well, they, no, I still enjoyed them. I just couldn't pick a favorite. I mean, they all had special qualities about themselves. Like, I, can't, I couldn't pick a favorite character.
3: Well, at least it was good that you couldn't pick a favorite character and it, was, it wasn't it was bad that you couldn't pick, pick a favorite character if you get my vibe. You're listening yeah. to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton.
2: And I'm your co-host, Raven Devani.
3: And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we're reviewing the films Turbo, Grown Up 2, Summer Rental, and Pacific Rim. So right now, let's continue speaking with Anthony about Pacific Rim. And we were just speaking about how... Anthony here is very troubled and cannot pick a favorite character. But it's good because the film was so good that he couldn't pick a favorite character. So, you know. Since we're on favorites and all, what is
6: your favorite scene? Hmm. Um, now that you say that, my favorite scene will probably be when they are fighting against, well, three aliens are going up against them. Um, but they had two robots. Now, one of them takes out one of them, but then, um, and then another uses this like gigantic force to shut off all energy from like five thousand miles away. So it shut down the whole government and shut down all the robots except for one, because that one isn't, um, can't be. Affected by that ray, so it had to save the other group. It had to save the other one by taking them both out, which was really, really difficult. They started fighting like crazy. They almost um ripped the whole machine apart. Uh, I it was really, really cool. It had a lot of action, and I just loved that part.
3: Wow, it seems like it seems like it's really action-filled part. So who do you think this film appeals to most? Hmm. Like the age group? Yes, the Um, age group and what kind of people would like it.
6: Hmm. I'd probably say like 10 and up or like teenagers would probably like this movie. I mean, uh, I'd say upper grades, like 4th, 5th or higher would like this movie because it has a lot of action, a lot of cool things. I'm pretty sure that you would all like it.
3: Yeah. And do you think that girls or boys would like it most? Hmm. Um
6: I just I probably say boys because well um not to be like offensive to any <laughs> girls. It's okay. But, I mean, this movie was really action-filled and just some girls don't really like that.
3: <laughs> yeah. So when you say action, filled because just want to get everything out, when you say a lot of action, do you mean like people pushing things or do you mean like pe- people blowing up or things blowing up or people running around?
6: Um, I mean thing people stabbing each other. And I mean like robots blowing up because aliens are destroying it. Um, And also, I mean, like, rocket launchers and um, plasma guns. So I pretty much mean a lot of action.
3: (laughs) That's what I mean. How many stars do you give this film out of five?
6: I'd probably give it... I'd give it five because, well, this movie... I mean, it's a really, really good movie. Uh, I couldn't really find anything that wasn't really good. Everything here was something really interesting that kept me on the edge of my seat.
3: That sounds good. I really want to see this movie. So, you know, I'll be thinking about, yeah, Anthony said it was a good movie. So do you think the age rating, well, not the age rating, but the rating is right? This is a PG-13 film. You said you had a lot of action, so do you think that rating is right?
6: Yeah, I, I'd say this rate, that rating is right. I mean, it wouldn't be PG because PG is, like, first graders, second graders, and I don't think they would like that too much. So I think PG-13 is the next best age group.
3: Well, that's good how it's, like, it's good that it's not like, oh, um twelve years and up and, and uh, eleven years and up. So it's good that it's just just PZ thirteen. But if you're like Jerry, who is who is a dear friend of mine, if you're like Jerry, he'll he'll like this film. So what about the costumes? Really quick. Hmm.
6: Costumes I'd say that they are really good. I mean it really shows the character how they are how their life is, and maybe how, what happened, so I'd say the costumes are really good, I mean, the, the aliens, they had really, they actually looked a lot different, um, so I'd probably say that the costumes were really, really good.
3: That's good, so everything in this film was good, that's nice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's all the time we have for today. Anthony, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about Pacific Rim that has a lot of action. It's in theaters now, so please check it out. Thanks so much for joining us. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our video reviews of the latest film and DVD releases and to learn how you can become a Kids First film critic, go to www.kidsfirst.org. I'm your co-host, Brianna hope
2: And I'm your co-host, Raven DeBanny.
3: And you're listening to Voice America Kids.
1: Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. Bon appétit! We don't care how you got
0: here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids.